Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. It's a pleasure to be with you this week. Over the last several shows, we've been working on financial literacy for children and how to educate them about money and finance and really preparing them for life. Uh, last week, our show was with Harry Flaherty, and we were talking about you know, what the FCA was doing with regard to leadership and children in sports. As we start looking at our children and we're thinking in terms of helping them to really get off to a great life and to help them get educated, there's a lot of our children that are playing sports and are involved in different activities at school. And one of the things that I know goes through a lot of parents' minds is, is how do we take this college or high school athlete that's been spending time you know, on the weekends, during the week, going to practices and everything else, and they have a passion perhaps for a sport, and how does that translate into possibly a college career where perhaps it might even help them to get into a college or whatever the case might be? And once I was looking at this, I started to look around and identify who were some of the experts in the field of helping students that have an interest in sports and how to go from high school to college. And I came across a person very interesting and one of the most knowledgeable people that I've met named Patty Adorna, the founder and recruiting specialist of Turn to Consulting. So Patty is our guest today, and I'd like to welcome her. So Patty, welcome. It's a pleasure to have her on our show today. Thank you, Frank. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Patty, I know that your background is really dealing with, you know, athletes and helping them get into different colleges. What is your background, you know, as it relates to, you know, helping athletes and so forth? Because I know you and I have spoken. I know that you know a lot about sports. So maybe just tell us a little bit about your background and what your experience of what you've seen over the years. Sure. I, uh, I myself was an athlete in college. I played Division One softball. And from there, I went on and I coached for about 10 years at the Division I level as well. And from there, I got into administration. I was an associate athletics director, senior women administrator for 13 years. So I have about 27 years in college athletics. And then I naturally progressed into this consulting business. I, I thought, wouldn't it be great to start helping athletes on the front end now and helping them achieve their goals of, of playing college sports? So... About six years ago, Turn 2 Sports Consulting was created. Great. And what exactly does Turn 2 do at this point? What we do basically is just help high school athletes get recruited and, and play college sports. The other facet of the company is we also do a lot of recruiting education for schools, teams, organizations, booster clubs. What we're trying to do is just get out there and educate the community on what it takes to play college sports. You know, it's interesting, you know, I, I have three children. All of my kids have played sports, and you know, my uh, youngest daughter ended up playing four years of a college sport. And, you know, it's interesting that you see over the years is every parent on the sideline from when a kid is young, you know, when they're playing, mm -hmm. whether it be soccer or basketball or softball, and they're watching that, and they wonder if this is going to go anywhere. So we all have this vision that – um, maybe this might be an opportunity for our child that may help them with school or whatever the case might be. And we all see it. And one of the questions I have for you is, what percentage of high school athletes do you see actually go on to play a college-level sport? The statistics um, come from the NCAA, and it's about 7%. And there's about 7.5 million high school athletes athletes out there. So about 7% play and about 2% of them receive athletic money or scholarships. So, you know, one of the messages I would, you know, try to get out to our listeners is, is that, you know, although, you know, there may be 100 kids at the field, 
there's probably only seven of those kids, based upon what you just said, are actually going to go on to there. So what I tell you is, is you know, or I look at it is that, that that child really has to have a passion for what they're doing and love the sport. To play college sports, you have to love it. You have to love it and be committed. You know, and there's a couple other things coaches look for, but those are two of the biggest. And if if you want to do that, there's so many opportunities out there, uh, many different playing levels, different levels within each level, which I think we're going to get into a little bit. But uh, you know, the message is the dream is alive for those that want to play college sports. Right, you just and, have to work hard. And you know, the reason why I brought that up and I mentioned that is, is because I've seen parents over the years put so much pressure on kids, mm. thinking that oh, this is going to be it. Yeah. And you know, you sit back and you go, yeah. Well, the reality is, is like it's going to be seven percent. And I know everybody, parent or not every, a lot of parents go, oh, I hope our child is at seven percent. But the real, the reality is, is you know, from a parent myself that's seen it, is is like. A lot of kids get burnt out before they ever get there. Exactly. Yeah, they start very young now. You know, when I was growing up, you know, we didn't start competitive athletics until 10 or 12. Now these kids start out at 6 and 7 years old. You know, and by the time they're 17 or 18, you know, and they're in college for a year, you know, uh, we saw a lot of athletes just stop playing their freshman year or their sophomore year because they were burnt out. Well, I don't know the statistic. I don't even know, Patty, if you know it offhand, but of kids that actually, you know, get into a college and they start playing and so forth, what percentage actually stay? Yeah, that's a big 40% transfer, Frank. Four out of 10 athletes transfer from their initial institution, um, and that comes from the NCAA. In men's basketball, probably women's basketball too, and football, it's 60-something percent. So it's very, very high, and probably the reason for that is there wasn't much preparation or thought that went into, you know, that decision to attend that particular institution. You know, you and I, when we first started uh, talking about this program, you know, you know, I have a saying, which is, you know, when your child is going to college, they should be going to college on purpose. Mm, I love that. And going on purpose yeah. to us means that, there's a reason that they're going. It's not that they think that they're going to be a professional athlete because I think that that's, that, that number is like 1% or something like Less that. Less than 1%. Less than 1%. So we know yeah. that's not going to happen. In fact, I, mm-hmm. I love the NCAA commercials that I see you know, where yep. it say, it'll tell, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a softball player, but I'm a teacher. Right. Or I'm a this right. and I'm a that. Right. And so what they're really saying is, is that beyond college, sports, and so forth, we're really people that work – ordinary jobs you know we're doing ordinary you know ordinary right. things and we're normal people it's not like you know we're all going on to play in the nfl right well you go to college to get an education hands down but while you're doing that you why not play the dream you know live the dream and, and play the sport that you love for for four you have four more years to play competitively for the most part that's it and there's you know so many other good things that come out of playing college athletics but that you know for just the base just the basic for all you know those of us that are athletic that's why you do it. It's the last time we can really play seriously. And that's why that child has to have a passion for whatever it is. You do, because there's a large commitment. It's intense. I mean, depending on where you play, Division One, Division Two, and Division Three, and, um, you know, maybe we, we can get into that now. Even if you play at the lower level, Division Three, it's still a very, very high commitment. And it's intense because what coach do you know that doesn't want to win ever? You know, even if you walk down, you know, the peewee baseball league down the street, uh, those coaches and parents, a lot of parents coach, they're crazy. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, everything's about winning. So winning is, is very important in college. Very often it's attached to coaches and salaries and contracts and whatnot. So that gets passed down and through the athletes. So you have to really want to be there and want to, and want to win. Patty, what are the opportunities for a student that wants to play? And when I say opportunities, what are the benefits of them playing, you know, as far as helping them with school, is there financial? What is it? Why would someone do it? I understand the first part is they need to have a passion for it. It allows them to do something that they love. It extends their career in that and their, you know, the fun of it, the thrill of it. But what are some of the other benefits that come along with that if they're able to play in a college sport? And what, what does that open for them? Well, firstly, it, it, it could allow you the opportunity to attend a particular co- college that you would not otherwise have gotten into. I, you know, it, it is a, tr- a truth that college coaches can get athletes in at lower admission standards. You know, not a lot lower, but, you know, lower. So you have those doors open for you that wouldn't be. Obviously, the financial packaging, athletes get packaged at a higher rate than regular students, almost three to one. Hmm. If a coach, you know, coach has to get their team together. So the school gives them the funding to, to do that in different forms, grants, you know, um, academic, athletic, and other types of grant, grants. Um, the you- academic support, the, the, one, the one more thing, which is huge, Frank, and I did this when I worked in college for 18 years. I was at a particular institution, and I worked with academic support. I directed the program. So the support that athletes get in college to help them graduate on time, to help them achieve, and that's why student-athletes are better students than regular um, just regular students is because they get all that additional help and that's huge uh, patty i saw it when my daughter was playing it was you know as soon as she started as, even as a freshman they had study night you know which right. is study hall the entire team had to get together right. they were, and it was very focused i remember going into the coach's office and she had all the girls names on the back of the the uh the door with all the grades on it that's where they right. stood what their majors are and everything else and you know it's holding them accountable you're a student first and an athlete second, hands down. The NCAA makes sure that, that that will always be. I mean, there's a lot of regulations. There's a lot of standards that you have to meet once you get into college. So there's funding, um, obviously, that they have to provide these coaches to help their athletes because, you know what, they're on the road a lot. There's a big commitment like we just talked about. They can't access support services like regular students do because of the nature of their commitment. So they do give them this other area of help, which is tremendous. And it's a really, I mean, for parents, when I used to recruit as a college coach, this was a big sell. Hey, let me tell you how we're going to help your son or daughter graduate in four years or four and a half years, you know. And, you know, my average team GPA is a 3.2. Parents love to hear it, and, you know, and it really is a good selling point. And it is meaningful. It's very meaningful because as an employer, and you know this, Frank, you, when you hire, you know, graduates, you know, and anybody, you do look at their transcript. You look at, you know, Absolutely. how good a student they were, and that matters Very when you're good. trying to find a job. So, Patty, as we're wrapping up the first half of this show, because we're doing two halves, okay, for all of our listeners, uh, part one today was really to, you know, tell you a little bit about, you know, college sports. Our next show next week, we're going to be getting into a lot of the detail 
as far as what does it take, what's the difference of D1, D2, D3, uh, what do you have to do to get in, and then how does it work, what you should be and what you shouldn't be doing. So that'll be coming up on next week's show. So for all of our listeners, you've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is Frank Congelos. Our guest today, Patty Adorna of Turn 2 Sports Consulting. We'd like to thank all of our listeners for being with us this week, and we wish you a truly blessed Holy Week as we go through the week.